Hello and welcome to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host JJ Fitzgerald and today's topic is enough is enough. I will be so happy when I'm completely healed over my last relationship because I feel like I have given him a lot of power. Although I did take some of my power back by being unkind like he has been and I know that's probably not the best thing to be but I just feel like sometimes people get pushed to the edge and I was pushed to the edge so I snapped I sent him a scathing text message I just couldn't resist I had been contemplating it for at least a couple of weeks and it was on my heart and there truly is a thin line between love and hate because I never thought there'd come a day in which I would hate that man. He was everything to me. I would do anything for him, within reason. The few days before I finally fired off that scathing text, I just kept composing what I was going to say in my head. And I was getting more and more angry. And the anger, as my therapist said, it's not really anger per se it's more pain and I was hurting because I felt like okay we've known each other for over a decade this last year we've traveled we've done all of these things together and after I served no purpose in his life he just disposed of me and I think I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts and I am going to really try after this one to not talk about this situation anymore because it's just ridiculous. But I was livid and it took me several hours to finalize the text. And then at 5.58 a.m., I sent it. And I have two WhatsApps because I have two different phone numbers. So I sent them simultaneously. (laughs) I know I sound like a psycho, but I needed to do that. And when I tell you, it was a huge burden off of me. And then I felt like a pile of bricks had fallen off of my shoulders. It felt good, even though it was a very nasty text. I felt like I was justified in sending it just based on the way he has treated me the past several months. I essentially told him he's a narcissist, which I do think he is. And I feel like anyone who can just kind of have someone be a part of their life for as long as I have been a part of his life and especially this past year and have them do all of the things that I did for him and so on and so on for them to just turn around and act as if the person doesn't even exist and not have any remorse in the way that they're treating the person that has been there through the ups and downs, ins and outs I just feel like that's very narcissistic behavior. And it's not even a thing of he needs to be up in my face all the time or anything like that. It's not that. I just feel like just being a decent human being. And maybe I'm just projecting because I do have a tendency to project. And I just know for me, if I had someone in my life and they did all of these things for me and then they basically broke it off with me. I'm not going to just separate myself from them as if they never existed. I do think a big part of it with him is his ego is bruised. He's used to being the one that 
walks away from people. He's not used to people walking away from him. And even when we had this major windstorm that came ripping through our city not too long ago, not once did he text me and ask if I was okay or anything like that. But then, hey, the same can be said for me. Where he is, there were hurricanes and things like that and major tropical storms, and I didn't check on him either, so shame on me too. But I do feel better, and I do feel like I'm ready to go to the next step of healing. And typically, when I send a scathing text like that, which is rare for me because I usually try to take the higher road in every situation, And I usually try to look at the positive in every situation. But with this one, I was just at my wit's end and I had to release. And I don't feel bad about it. Usually when I do that, within a week, I'm backtracking or apologizing for my choice of words. Not for my feelings per se, but my choice of words. But in this situation, I don't feel like apologizing. And I'm not going to. Because exactly what I said is exactly how I feel about him. I think he's an energy vulture. And I think he finds sport in manipulating and playing with women's emotions. And I told him that God doesn't like ugly. And he will basically pay the price for this. I'm not saying that I'm going to do anything. I said vengeance isn't mine. The Lord will handle him accordingly. And by no means am I saying when I do things for someone, I expect things in return. The one thing that I do expect is appreciation. If nothing else, this guy just thinks he can just do this kind of stuff to women. And he does it all the time. He has a rotation. So when you're high in his rotation, you do get all of the attention and all of that stuff. But then when he bores of you or whatever, that's when he rotates to the next person. And then he just leaves you in the dust typically. But see, this time for me, I realized that that was coming. So I left before he could rotate completely to the next person and dump me. So that's the way he operates. And it's really sad because this guy is almost 60 years old. So he's still out in these streets slinging his pee like crack rocks in the hood. It's pathetic. It really, really is. And he's never going to settle down. He's never going to change. He's never going to commit to anybody. And you know what? There's nothing that I can do about that. I have to focus on me and my healing and my setting boundaries, which I have been doing. And I'm really proud of the strides that I have made. I know some of you are probably listening to my podcast saying, all she talks about is this situation. But I promise you, there has been growth. There has been evolution. I can feel it. My therapist has noticed it. And even today... There's a guy that I've known for about seven years. I've never met him physically. We met through LinkedIn and we developed a a friendship just through talking on the phone. So I'd say the past probably maybe two years, two and a half years, he's been very distant with me and will only reach out to me when he needs something from me. So last week, he had sent me something through LinkedIn, which he never communicates with me through LinkedIn and hadn't since we met almost seven years ago. When he sent me the message, he asked me, how are you? And I answered overwhelmed to capacity. How are you? Now that was days ago. Then today he sends me a message through LinkedIn again, asking me if I knew anyone in the oil industry. So you just completely ignore my answer. Why did you even ask how I am if you're not really interested? See, I'm the type of person I'd rather someone cut to the chase. If you want something specific from me, don't act like you care about my well-being. 
just ask me. So I just answered, wow. Then he comes back with, how are you? It's too late now, dude. So I told him that I have no interest in being used by people anymore. I told him that the only time I hear from him now is when he needs something. And the fact that he's reaching out to me through LinkedIn speaks volumes. And then I told him that I do know someone in the oil industry. To which he responded, call me, it's urgent. Huh? Well, needless to say, I didn't call him and I'm not going to call him and I'm going to delete him off of my LinkedIn and block him because I have no room for people just taking advantage and people only having an interest in what I can do for them and not in how I truly am or what I may need. I'm sick of it now. And that is a part of my growth process. That is a part of my learning how to set boundaries with people which I usually don't. I usually let people just kind of like run amok when I care about them. It's different if I don't care about you, then I can control the narrative. But if I care about you and you're near and dear to my heart, then it's very, very hard for me to say no, because I'm the type of person that is always concerned about everyone else's well-being and doing all kinds of things to make their life easier. But nobody is asking me about my well-being, genuinely asking, That's just kind of like a segue into what they really desire from me, which is usually my time and my resourceful nature. I've had enough of it. I'm setting boundaries and I'm proud of myself and I'm going to pat myself on the back for it because for many, many years of my life, I have not set boundaries and it's been to the detriment of my mental and emotional health. So no more. It stops here. I don't care if you are a lover. I don't care if you are just a platonic friend. It's not happening. And if I sense that someone is just trying to use me, I'm cutting them off. That's it. I can't do this anymore. I'm not going into 2021 with this behavior. Boundaries it will be here on end. You can't just be giving your time and your energy and everything else to people who don't care and who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. And sometimes I am torn about it because it's just like, okay, as a Christian, you're supposed to be selfless. So am I wrong for not helping people when they need help and I'm in a position to help them when they are clearly energy vultures and users? I don't know. But I also don't believe that the Lord wants you to be a doormat either. I don't feel that he wants you to be taken advantage of or that you will allow yourself to be taken advantage of. Because at the end of the day, we do hold the power. We do set the tone of how someone's going to treat us. And once again, it goes back to the boundaries thing. If you set boundaries, then people can only treat you the way that you allow them to. And I have allowed so many people to treat me the wrong way. I can't keep putting myself out there and it's not reciprocated. Enough is enough. And I think it goes into the whole self-worth thing. And I always thought for all of these years that I valued myself and I was just being nice. But when you really dig deep, when you're doing that and allowing people to treat you any old kind of way and misuse you and abuse you, It really is a lack of self-worth. If you are someone who constantly gets taken advantage of, then you need to re-examine yourself and ask yourself, do I value myself? Do I love myself? Do I feel worthy of goodness? 
I realize that obviously I don't if I'm allowing people to treat me any old kind of way, particularly men. It wasn't a thing of I didn't have a father or I had a horrible father. My father was amazing. He was one of the most positive influences in my life. He supported me through thick and thin. He was always there for me when I needed him. So I don't even understand where this came from. And be really honest, it was a very, very hard realization for me because I always thought that I was this confident, high self-esteem woman. And after my last ordeal, 11 years of my life, I gave him, now granted, three years I will take off because he was in a relationship with somebody, so eight years. That's still a lot of time that I gave this man. And I'm not blaming him. He only did what I allowed him to do. But I do wish that people could just consider other people's feelings sometimes and just be better human beings. As I told him, kindness is a gift. It's not a right. So if someone's being kind to you, appreciate it and never take that person for granted. No matter what the status of your relationship is, just be grateful that they gave you their time or gifts or money or whatever it was that enabled you to have an easier way of life. Be grateful. So ladies and men, take a good look at yourself. Take an honest look at yourself. Take inventory. And if you see a pattern of you being misused by people and people not being grateful for the things that you do, it could be that you're suffering from low self-worth and you need to take care of that because at the end of it all, you're going to be the one suffering while all of those users just go on with life bombastically. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald. And as always, be true.